the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The following program is sponsored by Rosenthal Wealth Management. It's time now for Making Money Sense, live with Larry Rosenthal. Larry is recognized as one of the nation's leading financial and retirement planners and is here to answer your questions right now. Author, speaker, and talk show host Larry Rosenthal is dedicated to teaching others financial stewardship from a biblical point of view. Call Larry now. Studio lines are open at 855-ROSE-123. That's 855-767-3123. Making Money Sense is on the air. Welcome to the Larry Rosenthal Show, Making Money Sense. And here he is, our financial and retirement expert in studio, Larry himself. Good morning, sir. Good morning, Chris. How are you today? So far, so good. So far, so good. What's happening with you? What's happening with me? Yeah, what's Not happening? Much, with, you know, yeah. work, family. Looking forward to next weekend, Memorial Day weekend, ah, right? Ah, yeah. Got some barbecue plans. Oh, got a little bit of stuff going on. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, you'll have to share that next week. Yeah. Well, Chris, we're inviting the entire WAVA listening audience over to your house for a barbecue. Put How's a that sound? couple of speakers out in the back here, and Bob you know. just fell off his stool. <laughs> Bob's going to sing for us. We'll get him over here with his band. I'm telling you, you know, we need to we need to set up webcams in the studio yeah. here for people to look because, you know, when they see Bob and you going at it and all that stuff, you know, and me, the quiet one sitting here. You, yeah, know you are the is. quiet, you know, consummate professional. The rest of us, we've, we're a little wild. <laughs> the rest, anyway, the rest of the insane asylum. I think people will get a kick out of the, the you know, the pre-prep show. <laughs> conversations and material and antics that go on well if you wanted to know about the pre-show conversation we were talking about old tv shows today so we were we were we were almost ready to break into the andy griffith quiz and brady bunch quiz you know for those of you listening and a lot of people i can see a lot of people driving around dc right now dc area going putting a smile on their face going yeah you know those old shows they didn't have Mm -hmm. they don't have anything today like that right that's what we were thinking yeah so but anyway well good morning everyone welcome to making money sense larry rosenthal show uh, hey, if you want, let's open up the phone lines. Give us a ring at 855-ROSE-123 if you'd like to just jump in on any questions that may be in on your mind. Boy, you talk about an interesting week in the markets this past week, wow, Chris. Man. Huh? Yeah, that's crazy. Huh? little geopolitical risk. Things going on over there with uh, Germany, with France, and the U.S. And look at the markets get rocked a little bit. This Don't week, like that you know? volatility. Not well, the markets do not like uncertainty. Yeah. That is for yeah. sure. And any shades, any shadows of uncertainty can throw a little bit of uh, sand dust, you know, sawdust into the gears of the economy a little bit. So, well, what I heard, Larry, and tell me if I'm wrong, is a lot of people are concerned. They were really excited about the idea of being able to get some tax reform moved through. 
and they're just concerned with all the, I don't know, the mess, I guess is the best way to say it, things are right now in D.C., that that's not going to happen when they'd hoped it would. Is that kind of the... That seems to be the theme, that things are going to be a little delayed. Uh, but you know what? We'll we'll wait and we'll see. We'll, we'll wait and we'll see what happens. Um, you know, I... I Still, at the end of the day, you know, I don't want to turn this into politics at all. But at the end, at the end, there, then, there I go. But at the end of the day, though, right? It, it you know, there it does play a, play a role in it. And I wish we could get our act together up there, yeah. um, you know, on both sides of the aisle, if you will. But anyway, there's plenty of shows out there on the air and on television that can handle all of that. So we're not going to jump into to any of that. So when when it when it comes to taking a look at this, though, it did spark some some interesting points, and that is. You know, when you look at sort of the three legs of the stool today that's holding up the markets on where they are right now, you've got the Federal Reserve, you have corporate earnings, and you have new fiscal policy changes. And obviously what you just cited, Chris, the fiscal policy possible delays on taxes and things like that, um, uh, you know, rocked the markets a little bit just the other day. But yet at the same time, as of May 17th, earlier this week, 458 of the 500 S&P 500 companies reported first quarter earnings and are expected to increase 15% year over year. They should pop the markets a bit. So corporate earnings are looking pretty strong. And remember, people buy stock based off the future earnings of a corporation. So when you see corporate profits starting to rise, that means the market's going to continue to, to, to probably at least float around these areas right here. It's The market's looking for a next... Next excuse to either go down or go up, and hopefully we all want it to go up, right? So that's what the markets are sort of sitting around looking at. Then on the one hand, you've got the Federal Reserve sitting there with monetary policy. You know, we're expecting a rate increase, a small one next month, and then at least one more before the end of the year. Some people are saying two more after that. We'll have to wait and see, but as long as they raise rates at a slow, moderate pace, it shouldn't have any you know, bad effects on the economy or slow down the velocity of money or make capital too expensive, too hard to obtain. So things look pretty pretty good, but, but this all rolls into some questions that I came up with uh, based off of this markets, uh, th- this week's market, because we haven't seen the markets get you know, jacked around a little bit uh, for, for quite a number of months now. Since last September, October, okay, and especially since the election in November, it, it's 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 been performing pretty well. But to see a three hundred and some point sell off the other day makes people gasp a little bit for air and go, "What's going on?" And how are my portfolios positioned? Right. So we're going to talk a little bit about that to, this morning, as well as different products that you should be having in your portfolios, and then we're going to talk a little bit about the financial plan. You know, I've talked about this in in the past, but I'm going to come on it with a new light today on on some questions that you should be asking yourself and your advisor on the things that you have going on in your financial plan or not. It's going to be lots of food for thought here today. So let's open up the phone lines. Give us a ring this morning at 855-ROSE-123. That's 855-767-3123. Listen to Making Money Sense, the Larry Rosenthal Show. And we'll be back with more Making Money Sense. Listening to Making Money Sense live with Larry Rosenthal. Phone lines are open for your retirement and financial planning questions at 855 Rose 123. That's 855 767 3123. More Making Money Sense in a moment. 
Have you ever wanted to be part of something big? Nonprofit organization called Stars Children Africa. Do you want to be a part of something that changes a child's life? Orphans who are high school age who would not have a chance to get education otherwise. Now you can be part of something that brings hope. What we do is we actually pay for the school fees. For about the cost of a new suit, you can change an orphan's future for a whole year. We pay for the school fees, and that averages around $500 to $550 a year total. That means food, lodging, the teaching, the education part, the the uniform, that whole thing. Call now, 703-201-2494. Or go to starschildrenafrica.org. For a dollar and a half a day, one child would be educated for that year in high school. 703-201-2494. Call right now. For $500 a year, you can change an orphan's life. 703-201-2494. You are listening to the Larry Rosenthal Show. If you'd like to dial in and talk to our financial and retirement expert here in studio, got a great number for you to dial right now, 855-767-3123. It's 855-ROSE-123 to get any of those questions that you have on your mind answered right now. And I know, Larry, you've uh, here's the old adage, if you fail to plan, you plan to fail. I guess you've heard that before. And so when you think about financial plans, you really should have one, right? Yes, most people should. I think everybody should. You know, let's turn and see what the Bible says here. In Proverbs twenty-eight twenty-two, a man with an evil eye hastens after wealth and does not know that want will come upon him. Stop and think about that for a second. If you're really hastening after wealth, you know, you're never going to. The Bible's clear about this. The Bible talks about money 2,350 times, and it's very clear that the more you seek it, the more you're going to quench for it, the more you're going to thirst for it. You know, you're never going to be satisfied. And and we have to go back and really take a good look. There's some stats here that I'm going to go over here that came out by the Federal Reserve Bank of St. Louis this past week about the young and the rich. And we'll talk about that and we'll, we'll, we'll try and, and sort of play it out as to where we need to have our priorities when we're talking about money and wealth and things like that. As a matter of fact, Americans today under age 35 – make up 25% of the population today. But that 25% of population only holds 5% of the wealth that's in the U.S. Okay, so 25% of the population holds 5% of the wealth that's in the U.S. Okay, so what are they trying to do? They're trying to grow their assets, you know, but they are young, right? They're under 35. On the other side, people age 55 to 64 make up 16% of the population, and they hold 31% of the wealth in the U.S. So what's the story? What's the game plan here? What is what is sort of the timeline of things? You know, Team with the most toys in the end wins, right? Is that <laughs> No, that's man's economy, not God's economy, Chris. I got you. I got you. Right? So, so, but, but at the same time here, I, I, I guess what I want to point out here is, you know, we need to have respect and understanding whose assets these are and what our role is. You know, what is our role with our money and our assets? What is God's role with our with with the the money and the assets that he allows us to have, right? We have to be we're charged to, to be good stewards with our assets. So what does that mean? We have to understand, you know, what's the biblical walk with our assets? You know, we need to tithe, give additional gifts and offerings, we need to save, right? And we need to pay our tax, then we need to live on the rest. And when you stop and think about doing this pattern, 
whether you're 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 making a lot of money or a, a medium amount or a small amount, but just understanding who owns it can take some of that angst out of your heart, out of you know, out of your frustration each day, um, uh, you know, to trying to get more money because we understand where we are and, and whose it is, and it's a it's a deep deep subject. But but you know, when I saw this stat this morning, I was like, or the you know, I was like, you know, we, we need to talk a little bit about that. Yeah, and, and people need to understand again whose whose asset it is and what our role is with that asset. And that's to be a good steward to further the Lord's kingdom along. So. Kind of kind of goes to where you're thinking about is my strength in my own arm or is my strength in my heavenly father? You know, it, you have to look at it like that, I think, in a lot of ways. Right? Sure. Absolutely, yeah. Chris. So, yeah, definitely. So the young and the rich, there you go, inside the U.S. Sounds you know? like a soap opera I used to watch on a regular basis. Young and the Restless, remember that? The Young and the Restless, yeah. Back to television yes. themes there again. You go. Sorry about There you that. go. So, hey, you know, another thing came out on the Gallup poll this, uh, this past week, too, was 69% of American adults who currently do not own a home anticipate becoming a homeowner within the next 10 years. So what does that really mean, you know? So so when you're when you're taking a look at at the home ownership rate percentage now and then you've got 69% of those who don't own a home are going to buy a home within the next 10 years. Wow, yeah. Purchasing a home is the largest multiply is one of the it, it's a product that has the largest multiplying effect in the economy. It's also everybody's dream when they're young is to have their own home. Yeah, well think about think about what goes into the purchasing of a home. You know, you're going to purchase some paint, some carpet. You know, you're going to borrow a bulldozer. You're going to get a construction crew, right? You're going to get an architect. You're going to get bank financing. You're going to get a lawn, lawn, you know, grass. You're going to get a garage door. You're going to get light bulbs, curtains, dishwashers. Think about all the products and services that go into the purchasing of a home and and how those tentacles just go all the way out into the economy. And that's one of the bigger bigger points in the statistics that that a lot of economists watch each each month that come out is new home sales existing home sales i'm on board with everything you said but the bulldozer i I don't know that i'll be borrowing a bulldozer (laughs) somebody's going to borrow it for you (laughs) you might not be operating it chris as a matter of fact with bob's look at his face you shouldn't be operating it i don't think so no No, not at all might not be a house when i'm done with it right right not at all so so hey let's get back to what happened in the markets this this past week and talk a little bit about you know Product diversification, asset allocation, and things like that. I was I was talking with somebody earlier, um, uh, well, well, this this past week, and they were talking about their retirement plan. And I'm I'm saying, you know, sounds good, sounds like you're doing the right things and stuff. And then the 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 conversation came up with, you know, they had just mutual funds to invest in in their retirement plan, and their their menu choice was very very small. And the conversation went on to the point where I couldn't stop, and I had to sort of chime in a little bit and said, you know, well, you know, you can also look at things this way, too, where you just have a, a couple of, you know, they only had a handful of mutual funds inside their in, in investment vehicle, and they didn't have any ETFs or stocks or certain asset classes or sectors of the economy that they could select from. Like if they wanted to have money that's inside uh, technology, a technology sleeve, or 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 healthcare sleeve, or real estate sleeve in their four hundred one in their retirement plan, they couldn't have that because their retirement plan didn't offer those types of sectors. 
So one of the things that, that people need to look at here, especially when the markets get a little jittery, okay, is what are the different asset classes that I'm involved in in my retirement plan or in all of my assets for that matter. I want to talk a little bit about the term correlation. And and some of your investments have a have have a zero correlation to an, to another one. And what that means is that if if or, or a negative correlation or a positive correlation. So if you have investment A and you're looking at investment B inside your investments, and investment A goes up, and investment B goes up, and then investment A goes down, and investment B goes down, and they, they sort of go up and down together, then they're positively correlated. So in other words, those two investments are going to react the same in any given market condition. Whereas if you have investment A and investment B, and then investment A goes up and investment B just sort of sits there, and then investment A goes down and investment B goes up a little bit, then you have two assets that are negatively correlated. So a lot of people make a mistake in their diversification when they, and I don't want to get too deep in the woods, but, but into, into the weeds, but people make mistakes when they're trying to diversify their investments and they overlook the correlation relationship. You can have two different mutual funds, but and, and one in small company stocks and one in large company stocks, but if they go up and down together, then they're positively mm-hmm. correlated. Mm-hmm. So there's actually a chart that most financial advisors have so that when you sit down with them, you can put your investments into it, and it will show you the, the correlation relationships. And when the markets start getting a little rocky, like they did earlier this week, and they start bouncing around up and down and all around, then you can look and you can say, hey, you know what? My investments are correlated properly so that should we have a downturn in the market, I'm not going to be affected as much. So Because some of the negative correlated will balance out the positive correlated. More correct. Yeah. So, so, so there's, there's one more step on the, climbing the ladder up in the diversification conversation, and that's the correlation of your investments to each other. It's important to really take a look at it, and it's one of the few, um, I I would say it's one of the least asked and talked about questions when you really take a look at the correlation of things. People just overlook at it. Oh, yeah, I got diversification. I'm over here. I'm over there, blah, blah, blah. But, you know, also take a look at what happens when the markets go up and down and you get rocked a little bit. Another thing, too, is you can also talk, and I've talked about this in the past, about product diversification is inside your retirement plans, most people only have mutual funds. You know, you take a look at the government TSP. You just have five funds, the C, G, F, S, and I funds, and then a combination of those through the life cycle funds, the L, the L series. So, so, you don't ha- so, so you have all the advantages that a mutual fund has, but you also have all the disadvantages that a mutual fund has. Just like if you were to put money into an ETF, an exchange-traded fund, There you have all the advantages that an ETF has, but you also have all the disadvantages that an ETF has as well. So some of the disadvantages that are sitting inside a mutual fund can be minimized if you have a piece of your investments in an ETF or an individual stock or a UIT, a unit investment trust. Possibly even look at the difference between a closed-end and an open-ended mutual fund. So my point is that you need to also consider product diversification within your household. What I mean by household 
Most people in their retirement plans only have mutual funds to choose from for the most part. So sometimes a lot of the money outside of your retirement plans, you want to look to get some individual stocks, some ETFs. And then you also want to talk a little bit about what type of investments, what, what type of management is happening on the mutual funds. Is it active or passive? And what I mean by that is a passive mutual fund is just going to buy the index. Suppose it's going to buy the Russell Small Cap Index or the Emerging Market Index or the S&P 500 Index, okay? And it's just going to go up and down with that index. Those are passively, act, those are passively managed mutual funds versus an actively managed mutual fund might say, we're going to try and track the performance of the S&P 500, but instead of us going out and buying 500 equally weighted mutual funds or buying the 500 funds with the largest number of hold, with the largest percentage being in the largest company and the smallest percentage being in the smallest company, we're going to maybe buy 382 of them because we're going to actively manage them. We're going to screen according to the way we see the tea leaves in the economy, and then we're going to still try and track the S&P, but we're going to do it a little bit better and try and gain a little bit better performance. That's an actively managed S&P fund. So I have a question about, you know, when you've got all this smorgasbord of stuff that you're talking about, you've got ETFs and, and mutual funds and stocks and bonds and whatever you've got in your portfolio, is the goal in the end to just basically get that line to go up, or is it just the accumulation of shares so that you have – you understand what I'm saying? Because you're talking about correlation up and down and all of these different things. But in the goal, is the goal to just, at the end, having all of it move in an upward direction? Um, I guess Well, absolutely. You want, you want your investments to move in an upward direction. And how do you do that? That's got to be a that's got to be a really a balancing act to be able to understand all that. Well, in 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 every market, Chris, there's there's investments that are that are doing okay. It just, you just have to find them depending on what's going on in the market. Okay, that that's the deal. But but you know, you you have to understand the stage of life you're in too, as to the makeup of your investments. You know, when, when you break it down, there's three phases to financial planning, a growth phase, you know, accumulation phase, then distribution phase, and then the legacy phase. So let's talk a little bit about the, the distribution phase. There's layers to the distribution phase, and the distribution phase is when you, you know, you get to retirement, and now you have to start distributing your assets back to you. You've got to rebalance and everything at that point too, right? Sure, you, you, you need to look to make sure that your investments are in line now with both income and growth and protection, and protection. You know, when you get to that second stage, you know, you're, you're growing your assets. Grow, grow, grow. So you're in your 20s, your 30s, your 40s, your 50s, and you're grow, grow, growing your assets. And now all of a sudden you're getting close to or you're, you're retiring. You're going, okay, now I've got to make sure that I'm protecting what I've grown I've got to have what I've grown deliver me income from a tax-efficient scenario, and I also have to have my investments continue to grow and outpace taxes and inflation because I'm 60 and I'm going to live another 30 years, right? Mm -hmm. So so now you're, you're sort of in a scenario of, wow, you know, or as they would say, golly gee, my, re <laughs> my, my you know, assets that I've saved have to produce three different scenarios for me. We've got to get protection. We've got to get income, and we've got to get growth. That all happens in the second stage. Remember, there's three stages, accumulation, distribution, and legacy. And in the distribution stage, you need growth, protection, and income. That's the most complicated part of the whole financial plan. 
And and so that's where it gets very detailed. And that's when you're getting, you know, close to retirement and, and already in retirement. You've got to make sure that that's really going on. So so there you can use different product mixtures. Make sure your correlation of your investments are lined up properly so that you can combat down markets and still be able to make that, as you say, that line go north in your in, on the bottom line of your investments. So, hey, give us a ring here. We'll take a quick break here because I'm going on and on. Let's talk uh, give us a call at 855-ROSE-123. We're actually giving away some biblical books today. I've got a whole stack of them here in front of me uh, from the Family Christian Bookstore. Remember, they went out of business. Nice. Yeah. yeah, so we've got all kinds of themes and topics and, and devotionals and stuff. So if you'd like to get a copy of one of these books, give us a call at 855-ROSE-123. That's 855-767-3123. Back in a moment with more Making Money Sense. You are listening to Making Money Sense live with Larry Rosenthal. Phone lines are open for your retirement and financial planning questions at 855-ROSE-123. That's 855-767-3123. More Making Money Sense in a moment. Housing prices and interest rates have started to move up. This may be your last chance to take advantage of low rates and housing bargains. If you're considering purchasing a home within the next year, you need to call Troy Turow at McLean Mortgage First to take advantage of his Loan First program. This can give you a winning bid over the competition, even when you come up against cash offers. The Loan First program will have you fully pre-approved so that you understand all aspects of your loan before you start looking for your dream home. Buy in confidence when you have your Loan First certificate, which shows the seller your loan is already pre-approved, and they can avoid any unnecessary negative surprises at settlement. Troy's been helping homeowners for over 20 years in the D.C. metro area, and he and his team are ready to help you. Call him today at 571-490-7117. That's 571-490-7117 for your loan first pre-approved certificate, 571-490-7117, or simply visit his website at anyhomeloans.com. Remember, you want control when you're making an offer on a home. Get your loan first certificate. Call Troy Turow at McLean Mortgage, 571-490-7117. Troy Turow and McLean Mortgage Corporations in MLS number 5618 and 99665. You are listening to the Larry Rosenthal Show with Larry Rosenthal on lead guitar. Well, actually, no, that's not Larry, but he does play a good guitar. And this is, if you'd like to dial in, here's the phone number, 855-767-3123, 855-ROSE-123. Larry. You know the problem with my guitar playing, Chris? What's that? I sing one note. Yeah? Every song, I get one note straight on through, and it's the same note for every song, too. That's well, what I've been told. Yeah. So, you know, something's wrong with the music world, right? Exactly. It's everybody else's fault. <laughs> there you go. Let's welcome Stephanie on the line. Good morning, Stephanie. How are you today? I'm fine. How are you? I'm well. How can I help you this morning? Well, uh, I called before. I'm 58 and have, don't have any retirement. And um, you, you let me talk to someone in your organization. I spoke to her two months after my call. And she said she suggested I have a government CSD opportunity. And she suggested that I uh, distribute my 
money um, in the F, S, and I funds, 70%, and the C and D funds, 30%. I'm pretty sure that's what it was. I wrote it down, and I, I've lost it. But um, And then she suggested that it would go in the L2040 funds. Okay. That's how much. That's how the distribution goes in that. And but I remember you telling me not to to go into the D funds. You, you know, Stephanie. Obviously, you 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 the. I I don't know what I told you on the air. Um, and probably both conversations are a little different from the information you're spending on the phone with with an advisor in the office. Probably getting a little bit more information, but the. Advantage of the G fund is that you're 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 you know it's guaranteed you're not going to lose money. On the other hand, it's probably not going to grow as much. That's that's the scenario in the G fund, okay? But uh-huh. I'll I'll uh-huh. I'll have some I'll have uh, one of our advisors look up your information and reach back to you and make sure that you since you lost the piece of paper that you said that you wrote it all down on that we reach back out to you and get the information over to you, okay? Well, the problem with that is, is I'm ready to to invest now, and it's going to take two months before I hear from one of your advisors. No, it should probably uh, happen next week. Let me give you. Let me put you on hold, oh. and we will make sure that we give you a call Monday uh, to get that done for you. Okay. Oh, okay. Yep. Appreciate the phone call. Have a good weekend. You're listening to Making Money Sense, Larry Rosenthal Show. Give us a ring at eight five five Rose one two three. Let's welcome. Hashim on the line. Good morning, Hashim. How are you? Hey, I'm doing well. How about yourself? I'm well. How can I help you, sir? Hey, I'm a 24-year-old guy, and I'm wondering how much money should I be putting away monthly to be able to attain this result you're talking about, like being ready for retirement, um, developing assets, and also building a legacy? Well, you know, the cop-out answer is as much as you can, really. Um <laughs> That that's that's really the cop out answer. But I want you to think of it like this: I want you to have enough money that's saved up in the bank that can cover monthly expenses. And you know, all the textbooks say you need to have three to six months worth of living expenses saved up in the bank. So yeah. if you lose your job or something like that, you know, or if you're self-employed and the market turns, the economy turns, things of that nature. So you want to make sure that you have an adequate amount saved up in the bank. Um, then the okay. next step there is what do, what does your employer offer as far as retirement plans go? You want to try and put as much into your retirement plan as possible and at least what they match. So if they're matching 3% and you're going, oh, I can only put in 2 try your best to put in 3 okay? Um, because yeah. you're, you're leaving money. You're leaving free money on the table. So, exactly. so, so try to make sure that you match that out. Now, when it comes to that, you also want to take a look at at your age, being 24, I would probably lean the conversation without knowing your information, but lean the conversation towards putting the money into the Roth side of your 401k opportunity at work. Because there's a good chance that when you're in your 40s and 50s, your income is going to be higher than it is today, and you're going to have to deal with more taxes down the road. But by putting the money into the Roth side now, when your income's a little bit lower, it's not going to hurt you as much to miss this tax deduction. And therefore, you can start piling up the tax-free money in the Roth side of the 401K. Now, there are other advisors out there that are cringing right now going, no, he should put it all in on the pre-tax, okay? 
So so now we're talking about getting into the, the, the meat of your question, which is how do I save money for down the road, right, which is what you were ultimately asking. And, yeah. and you know, and I gave you the cop-out answer, save as much as you can. But now we're talking about tax allocation. You know, I believe you need a tax deduction today and in the future. So there's three types of philosophies when it comes to financial advisors' advice on this question. Hashim, and that is some advisors are going to tell you to put all the money into the pre-tax side of your 401k because you get your tax deduction today. However, yeah. when you pull it out down the road, you have to pay taxes on it. Another advisor is going to tell you never do that because taxes are going to be higher for you the rest of your life, so therefore put it all on the Roth side and you get tax-free income down the road. I'm in the middle. I like, I like people to have a tax deduction today, but I also like them to have tax-free income down the road. So. Yeah. I would say, you know, split it. Put some of it pre-tax, some of it post-tax in most cases, or, or some of it Roth, rather, in most cases. But being 24 years old, I'm confident that your income will probably be higher in your 30s, 40s, and 50s. So you might yeah. want to try and bank up as much on the Roth side of the 401k plan as possible, okay? Exactly. So, so, so that's just sort of a thought right there. And gauge it year by year by your tax return. If you're getting... Still, you're getting a refund, or if you're having to pay, then you might want to say, all right, let's get some pre-tax money mixed into this so you get a deduction going on. So that your yeah. case would be sort of a year-by-year -year scenario. So take a look at the growth funds in there and uh, uh, you know, try and save as much as you possibly can and make sure that you stay out of debt along the way as well. So yep. I can send you out our financial plan. Pardon me? Then knock down my car payment this month, so I'm all about debt-free. Good. Very, very good. Yep, I like that. So, hey, I'm, I'll uh, I'll send you out our financial planning toolkit if you like, and uh, that'll sort of draw a line in the sand and, and get you a good inventory and start building a financial plan for you, okay? Sweet. Thank you so much. Yep, let me put you on hold, and Bob will get your information. We'll get that out to you. Appreciate the phone call. Sure. You listen to Making Money Sense, Larry Rosendahl Show. Give us a ring here at 855-ROSE-123. That's 855-767-3123. We've got some callers on the line here that uh, – don't want to go on the air. That's okay, but uh, you're asking some questions and things. You know, we, we used to have our email bag, Chris, and maybe we should start that. You can go to my website. Back, yeah. Yep, you can go to my website, LarryRosenthal.com. Matter of fact, I had some some in there from last week. Um, you know, you can go to my website, LarryRosenthal.com, and click on, you know, shoot me out an email. I'll be happy to answer your questions on the air or during the week. I, I, ask, I answer a lot of email questions throughout the week. On, on this strategy and that fund and this thing and blah, 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 and all that kind of stuff. So feel free to give us a call during the week uh, or, or sh shoot me an email at my uh, website, LarryRosenthal.com there. So let's take a quick break and come on back with some more of your questions. 855-ROSE-123. That's 855-767-3123. Reach me live here in the studio. We'll be back in a moment with more The Larry Rosenthal Show. You are listening to Making Money Sense live with Larry Rosenthal. Phone lines are open for your retirement and financial planning questions at 855-ROSE-123. That's 855-767-3123. More Making Money Sense in a moment. Remember those kids that you keep your kids away from? Those kids that society doesn't seem to know what to do with? That kid you saw on the street corner last week? Remember that kid that, well, you feel sorry for? The dropout, the pregnant teen, the drug addict. Those are the kids that Youth for Tomorrow wants to reach. 
and Youth for Tomorrow has reached nearly 800 children since opening its doors in 1986. That's 800 young men and women helped to become responsible and effective members of society. The founder and chairman of Youth for Tomorrow, former Washington Redskins coach and current NASCAR team owner Joe Gibbs, says if we don't do what we can to influence our young people, there are plenty of others who will in the wrong direction. For more information about Youth for Tomorrow, call 703-368-7995 or go to youthfortomorrow.org. You can help turn a negative into a positive. Call 703-368-7995 or go to youthfortomorrow.org. You are listening to the Larry Rosenthal Show, making money sense. Hey, we've got some lines available for you. If you'd like to call in and talk to our financial and retirement expert here in studio, 855-767-3123 is that number. That's 855-ROSE-123 to talk to Larry Rosenthal. Larry. So, Chris, we were talking earlier in in the show about questions that we can be asking and things like that. And I like these questions um, uh, coming up. You know, they, they, they sort of came out of. Out of what are clients missing in their in their planning? What 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 types of things are are going on? And especially when I was looking at some of these stats, you know, thirty five percent, or I'm sorry, people under people age thirty five and under make up twenty five percent of the U.S. population, <laughs> right? But they only control five percent of the wealth, and that's how it should be. You know, people are starting out. You don't start off at the top of the food line, food food, food chain either. You know, so I get that. But how do you know what road you're on when you can't see the road? Yeah. Well, there you go. Yeah. yeah, exactly. How do you know what road you're on when you can't see the road? So so this goes to, you know, when we're out here and we're saving and we're investing and we're trying to pay down our credit card and we're trying to pay off our car note and our and what to do about our mortgage and and should we, you know, do this that and the other? Should we should we pay down our mortgage and stop putting money in our retirement plan? Uh, what are what you know? Some of these these are big financial planning questions. So how can you see the road that you're on when you can't see the road? Where are you going with it all? And and a financial plan is really going to help you to do that. You know why and how do you invest when you have no plan? What's the purpose of your different investments? What's the purpose and the functionality of the money inside your government TSP or your 401k plan? What's the purpose and functionality of your stock trading account? What's the purpose and functionality of, of your, you know, how are you going to manage the equity inside of your home? You know, most people's answer to these questions would be, so I have enough money in retirement. That's what their answer would be, but that's not the only answer, is it? So well, you if you goals, have enough right? money in retirement, then, then are, as long as you're positive about that, that's a good thing. But now, how, what are you going to do about passing those assets on, Chris, to the next generation yep. or to charities? What's the most efficient thing that you can do? So, again, the, the three phases of financial planning, accumulation, distribution, and legacy planning, are, reach far into those conversations. But, I think but, you're just talking about retirement, though, but, I mean, there's goals in life, too, like uh, buying a house or down the road you want to help your kids through college. There's other aspects of it, too. Absolutely. When you lay out a timeline of a financial plan, we have a 100-year timeline that we show clients in, 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 in our firm of a, of a financial plan tying three generations together you your parents and your kids or your grandkids depending on you know who you are really so so it it uh it really shows that scenario there and it shows the tax impact of addressing the question that you just said Chris which is hey I've got enough to retire on okay now what am I going to do 
uh, on the other hand, suppose you're you're suppose you're 45, 50, and you, and your kids want to go on a mission trip, and you're trying to figure out, well, you know, wow, I'm trying to save for college for them, I'm trying to save for retirement for me, and now we want to go on a mission trip, and it's going to cost fifteen hundred bucks. Do you see what I mean? So there's lots of different ways, lots of different things that always come up in life. We know about that, Chris. So how and why are you investing when you have no plan for that is is the big question. So, you know, another question is what is the goal? And I've talked for years about this on, on television, on the radio show, in books and things, in articles, magazines. What is the goal of every single pile of money that you have? What is the goal? What is the objective of this? What are we trying to accomplish with this particular investment, are we in the best investment? You know, uh, call, you know, f- find out. You know, we've got questions this morning on how much should I be saving. Just, just look at the questions. Uh, what, what should I allocate my money into the TSP with? How much should I be saving at a certain age? You know, all these different types of things keep constantly coming up for people, and it all centers around understanding our role of money, what we need to be doing with our assets being a good steward with them, who owns it, and then at the same time developing plans to, you know, enable the tool of money to guide us through life and not make our life passion more and more money. Do you see what I mean, Chris? There's yeah. there's, there's a big difference there on on how we can use money as a tool. Money to for help, money's sake or – Yes, yeah. to help step us through life when it comes to all that stuff. So – um, you know, and then what is the risk uh, of not having a plan or direction? You know, I was talking with somebody earlier this week, and they were they were showing me, well, you know, here's here's the you know here's some investments, and well, how is that working in your family? What are the goals of it? You know, they got stuff here and there, and none of it is is sort of on the same pattern together to try to accomplish the objectives. So you know, these are these are things that people need to really be thinking about, and and it is important to sit down and get a plan. You know, we're almost halfway through the year, okay, another month, and we'll be halfway through the year pretty much. And then you got to start thinking about, okay, am I on pace for my goals this year financially? Have I saved enough? Have I retired enough debt? You know, yada yada yada, all these different things like that. You can get all this stuff from our financial planning toolkit. If you'd like to get a copy of it, give us a ring this morning at eight five five Rose one two three. We have sent sent out thousands of these. You can go to my website, LarryRosenthal.com, dot com, and and request one. Be happy to send it out to you there. And as a matter of fact, we on our front page we have a video of how our financial plan actually works. It actually goes out into the into the internet each night and downloads. And updates all of your all of your numbers, all of your investments, your home mortgage, your credit card debt, where you're spending your money, so you can see at any particular point um, where where what how you're pacing towards your goals. In addition to that, Chris, we've even got the app. We've got an app where you can get an app There's on your an app phone. For that. There's an app for that. That's exactly right. So we've got the new app out that that lets you have uh, access to your financial plan 24-7 if you're that type of person, right? Um, but please don't be. <laughs> so uh, yeah, uh, more to life than looking at it 3 o'clock in the morning, you're looking at your app. Yeah, yes, right. exactly. But but still, no, there's lots of access to it all. So it's important to really come back and understand all of that. So, hey, we're going to take another quick break here, and, and we're going to pony up some other questions here uh, on your financial plans and objectives. So give us a ring at 855-ROSE. 
Proverbs 1, 2, 3. If you'd like to get a copy of some of the Bible-based books we're handing out today, Understanding Your Bible and the 40-Day Bible Adventure, give us a call this morning, and we'll be happy to mail you out one of these books uh, uh, come next week. Understanding Your Bible and the 40-Day Bible Adventure. Give us a ring at 855-ROSE-123. That's 855-767-3123. Back in a moment with more Making Money Sense. You are listening to Making Money Sense live with Larry Rosenthal. Phone lines are open for your retirement and financial planning questions at 855-ROSE-123. That's 855-767-3123. More Making Money Sense in a moment. Have you ever wanted to be part of something big? Nonprofit organization called Stars Children Africa. Do you want to be a part of something that changes a child's life? Orphans who are high school age who would not have a chance to get education otherwise. Now you can be part of something that brings hope. What we do is we actually pay for the school fees. For about the cost of a new suit, you can change an orphan's future for a whole year. We pay for the school fees, and that averages around $500 to $550 a year total. That means food, lodging, the teaching, the education part, the the uniform, that whole thing. Call now, 703-201-2494, or go to starschildrenafrica.org. For a dollar and a half a day, one child would be educated for that year in high school. 703-201-2494. Call right now. For $500 a year, you can change an orphan's life. 703-201-2494. You're listening to the Larry Rosenthal Show, Making Money Sense. We've got some lines available for you if you'd like to dial in and ask any questions about your finances with our financial expert and retirement expert here in studio. That's Larry Rosenthal. Again, the phone number, 855-767-3123. 855-ROSE-123. So you're not going to share your uh, barbecue plans with us for this next weekend, huh? I know barbecue you... plans. Well, you know, actually, I... I'm going over to a friend of mine's oh. who's going to demonstrate barbecue for me, and then the next day, I'm going to barbecue at my house. Well, there you go. So yeah, I'm getting two barbecues, Chris. Getting some instruction and some uh, some others. Going... Yeah, That's we'll nice. see about the instruction, but anyway. Well, I yeah. know you, and I've known you for a long time. You are a connoisseur of the barbecue. I mean, you've got the <laughs> smoker out there. I mean, you get your you do it perfectly every year. I mean, so well, I, thanks, I appreciate it. I don't know that uh, you would be able to take much instruction from your neighbors. So. Oh, you can always take instruction. You're always learning something. There you go. Always learning, right? I like always that. learning. That's exactly right, Chris. So, so by the way, now is this the official weekend we're we're inviting the listeners today? No, 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 no. to your house. Not this weekend. Uh, got something going on, but you know. Oh, okay, okay. I was wondering. Day. So next weekend, Memorial Day barbecue cookoff. A cook-off. <laughs> Chris's house. Yeah, because I know you're not cooking. You're just going to be the sampler, buddy. Yeah, because you know better than that. If I tried to cook, we would we would never have anybody coming back again. And so, yeah. <gasps> Maybe you should cook that. <laughs> <laughs> There's a thought. There's a thought. Uh, I'm just kidding, so Just kidding, so. Um, no, but it's the official start to summer coming up here, the summer weekend. And, and I let me just also throw this out there, too, for all of our vets. You know, we really appreciate everything. You know, I'm going to know I'm a week early, but... Uh, it's a great weekend to, to honor them all, so both active and retired. It's prom season, too, so you want to make sure that uh, your uh, your young ones are careful when they're out and about. Uh, drive careful and be 
be uh, be very concerned about the way you drive. Buckle your seatbelt when you're out there. We want you to come home safe. So, without a doubt, without a doubt, Chris, that's that's for sure. So happy prom to everyone tonight. Or I guess is all the high schools doing prom? Well, they they kid every Today? other week. There's there's different weeks across the across the region, but there's a lot of proms. Prom season, as we call it. So. It's prom season. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Now, did you go to the prom? I did. I did. Did you? Did you do it up great? Did. Did yep. you get like I went a Humvee? To the prom when I was in high school, I went to the prom my junior year, and then my senior year, we had a let's blow off the prom and have a party. <laughs> we did. We didn't have limousines back in the day, so I went with my three-speed Ford Maverick. So you know, I was, I was as yes. prestigious as I was going to get. <laughs> I remember I spent the morning of the prom trying to hook up a radio in the car. <laughs> you gotta have a radio on a prom. I hooked date. it up, but I drained the battery. <laughs> oh no! Did you finally make it on the date, or did you have to use your bicycle? There. Yeah, it worked. It ended up working. So, <laughs> little little known facts about Larry Rosenthal. That's got to go in the book. Speaking of that, so. there you go. There you go. How is so. that boat coming? But by? you know, hey, I I, I pulled up uh, in, in, into the gas station the other day, and there was a gentleman there with a. He was he was in a what was it a seventy seventy seven or something um, Nova Chevy Nova oh wow yeah and it just looks so good and and that's actually what it's I drove right. around in high school was a Nova you, had, you I know. had a Maverick you had a Nova who would have you know who yeah been? yeah I also had Chevy a Ford Torino Ford. too yeah yeah so not that anybody who's listening really cares about any <laughs> of this stuff today right. Okay. No, so we how do we get off on here? This We're not just all about the the show. So I wonder if Wave is dealing with this. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Oh well. So, uh, so back to the the discussion about your book. Um, how's that coming? We've been anticipating seeing that out soon. Yes. 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 And uh, it's been delayed because of the author. Um, <laughs> the so, author. Yes. <laughs> there you go. So, a little author delay going. I on. I haven't put any work into it in the last uh, last couple months, but um, uh, it's it's on the docket here for summertime. It's so going to be a good when it comes. We'll out. see if we get this thing out this year. Yep. Yep. So, um, but yeah, looking forward to it. I just need to to just tie up some loose ends with it, and uh, it should be ready to roll. Sweet. So we'll be covering all different topics, too. So, hey, another question that you want to ask in your building of your investments, too, which is something that's overlooked a lot, which is what is the cost of your investments? What is the cost of your mutual funds or your ETFs? What is your advisor charging you? What about the turnover ratio for a tax investment? You know, how often does that mutual fund manager buy and sell inside the portfolio that creates a tax liability for yourself if it's not inside of an IRA? You know, so those are some other questions, too, that can detract from the growth of your investments. And what is the expected return of your investments? You know, you can take a look at your investments and put them on what's called the efficient frontier. So the efficient frontier is, let's let's suppose that that, uh, on a scale... Uh, uh, one through ten of risk and one through ten of returns, you have a you you plot right there in the middle of of that graph. So you're like a five and a five on risk and on return. But with a couple of little tweaks, maybe you could reduce the risk to a four and still have a five on the return. If you're thinking about it in a graph form in your mind. That's the efficient frontier is you need to ask yourself, where are, where are my invested investments plotting on the efficient frontier? <clears throat> and once you realize where you're plotting the risk makeup versus the return, expected return makeup, 
in your investments, then you can figure out, well, you know what? In a normal market, this is the type of return that I should come close to obtaining. Okay? And so it's important that when you sit down and you start talking to your advisor about, you know, hey, where am I on the efficient frontier? How do things look? How do things work? What's the story there? That's one of the things that, that people often overlook. When people come in and sit down, we start talking to them about the efficiencies of, of risk versus return. And a lot of times it's, it's wide open. People's eyes are going, you know, I've never really looked at this. I've never really thought about this because at the end of the day, you want to make sure that you protect uh, and grow. So, you know, sort of GARP, growth at a reasonable price type of a scenario. So talk about your efficient frontier. What what level of risk am I taking? What level of expected return should I be seeing in my investments? And uh, it's pretty it's a pretty interesting graph when you take a look at the efficiency of or, or, or where you plot on the efficient frontier. First of all, nobody can be above the line. That's impossible. But you want to try and get close to the line, meaning that you have the appropriate amount of gains for the appropriate amount of risk that you're taking inside all of your portfolios. And you want to design this. You want to plot each one of your investments individually and then together as a household in order to make sure that you're plotting correctly. So, um, hey, we've got a couple of these books left here in the studio. If you want to give us a ring, give us a call at 855-ROSE-123. Understanding your Bible we're giving away today in the 40-Day Bible Adventure be happy to send these books out to you. Uh, they came from the Family Christian Bookstore, who unfortunately went out of business now. But we've got some some books here in the studio to, to uh, give away this week, 40-Day Bible Adventure and Understanding Your Bible. You can also visit my website, LarryRosenthal.com. Shoot us off an email with any of your financial planning or investment questions, estate planning, taxes, mortgages, whatever it may be. Give us a call or shoot us off an email. Be happy to do that as well. We'll be back next Saturday with another session of Making Money Sense. It's a long weekend, so we'll have some uh, some fun stuff and some uh, uh, good old uh, American tunes coming out next week, Chris. Yeah, absolutely, I, I would yeah. I would assume we're going to pony up for for everyone there that week. So, so what other kind of cars did you have, Chris? We're just coming down to the last uh, few moments of the show <laughs> here. We'll just change the, really the subject here. This. So, you know, the first car I bought, I bought for a dollar. I towed it home, and a friend of mine and I got it running. It was, uh, uh, looking back on it, it was a lot of fun. Um, and even while we were getting it running, it was still a lot of fun. So. <laughs> I enjoyed the toying with cars when I was younger. The Chrysler New Yorker four-door was probably the next car that I bought after the Ford Maverick. And that was yeah. A big yeah. old boat. I was breaking down, broke down a couple of times on dates. That was not pretty. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I had a, a, a Ford Torino, and uh, I think it was a 71 or something like that. Nice and, cars. Uh, had rusted floors. You could you could see the road, and you didn't even need a key to start it. You just turned the ignition, and it turned over. <laughs> a so, screwdriver deal going yeah, on. Yeah, yeah. So uh, I was actually in, in class one day in high school and saw my car driving around the parking lot. <laughs> A no friend of way. mine figured that out. Yep. Oh, like brothers, no. no secrets. <laughs> so it was fun. It was a lot of fun. So, mm-hmm. hey, I'm sure a lot of people have had those types of cars starting out in, in, in life, as it, you know, should be, I guess, back then. Yeah, I don't know whatever happened to the Ford Maverick. That was just been a, a fun little car. I know uh, I know you're a Mustang enthusiast. You, you like those cars. But. Yeah, I always liked the Mustang. So Yeah, but, me um, too. So, uh, so they're, fun, they're pretty, pretty neat cars. Yep. Yep, absolutely. So, hey, we're just trying to kill some time here till the till the show ends, and it's ending now. Here, we've got about a minute left on the show. So, appreciate you listening today. Give us a call at eight five five Rose one two three. A lot of people call the office during the week at that same number eight five five Rose one two three. If you have questions on things. 
If you don't understand something in the economy or something you read, feel free to give us a call. Happy to give you the information out there. Uh, We don't have any seminars on the docket right now, but we're going to be rolling out a whole series of different seminars on the other side of summer this year. We've got some estate planning classes, how to handle volatility in the markets, a new class that we've just put together, as well as basics in financial planning as well. So we'll be rolling out that series of seminars coming up in the fall this year. So we'll be back next Saturday with another session of Making Money Sense right here on WAVA at 9 a.m., Until then, for Bob in the back and Chris McKay, I'm Larry Rosenthal. Have a wonderful week, and we'll see you. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.